to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. This day. Yes. Happy Monday to you. We're unfolding a brand new week, one that we have never seen. I want to just remind you, if you have a school-aged child, please contact your child's school and let them know if you are doing e-learning or if you're sending your child to the brick-and-mortar school. I know throughout Bavard County there's a lot of students that are unaccounted for. So your decision, please make your decision as soon as possible. It's going to help your school, your the faculty that are there all this week doing pre-planning to be able to get everything situated. So please, please, please contact your child's school if you haven't already and let them know if your student is going to be an e-learner or in person. It is very important to the school for their planning. So we want to say thank you to all of the parents who had endured distance learning at the end of last school year. And if you're doing e-learning this school year, it's going to be a different experience, more structured. Um, More time was taken to plan to be able to bring forth a quality curriculum onto your student if they're going to be e-learning from home. And if they're coming to the school, safety precautions are in Place And obviously there's going to be reduced number of students on campus because some are e-learning. So whatever your decision is, whatever works best for your family, we pray the blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ upon you, peace upon your household, and health upon your household. Make your day count. Make your day count. Listen, make your day count, family. God is in control. Let Let me repeat it again. You need to repeat it to yourself. God is in control. control. He is still on the throne. throne. He has moved off the throne. Mm-hmm. God is in control. Now, watch this. We can't say it religiously. Mm-hmm. If I say it religiously, then it means nothing. Mm-hmm. I got to say it from what? Experience. I have to say that from experience that I know God is in control. That is the God of the universe. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, Listen, make your day count, family. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. He who comes to God must first believe that he is, that he is, that he exists. I I, I just want to stop there. He who comes to God must first believe that he is, that he is, that he exists, that he exists. So before we can say God is in control, we got to settle down, Pastor Diane. We got to, we have to have what? Full Assurance. Mm -hmm. Not I heard God exists. Mm -hmm. Not I read about God. Mm -hmm. He who comes to God must first believe that he what? Is. Mm -hmm. That he exists. Mm -hmm. So when I say this morning, 
God is in what? Control. control. I'm saying it from that experience that God is. He is. And if he is, he's in control. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good. We're in Make Life Work on this morning. We are picking up where we left off last week. We're talking about working hard. It comes from Chapter 2 of Pastor Beckford's book, Make Life Work. We want to encourage you to get a copy. You could go online to www.how2makelifework.com. If you would like to give, make a financial contribution to this radio program, with your financial contribution, you will receive a copy of Pastor Beckford's book, Make Life Work, and you'll also receive a copy of my book, The Robe of Many Colors. So if you want to send a financial contribution that goes directly toward the airtime for this program, the address is P.O. Box 56, Cocoa, Florida, 32923. That was P.O. Box 56, Cocoa, Florida, 32923. And you can make checks or money orders payable to Errol Beckford Ministries. And your contribution is going to go directly toward the airtime for this program, which is aired four times per day, Monday through Friday. So we appreciate your support. We're doing this together as a family, the Make Your Day Count family. We appreciate your contributions. And for your contribution of any amount, you will receive both of those books. So we are on page 14, if you're following along. Biblical Principles of Hard Work. Yeah, Pastor Dad, go up to the meaning of hard work. The word, the Bible defines? Yeah, no, yeah the phrase hard work. The, the meaning of hard, hard work. work. The phrase hard work can evoke all kinds of images. Because of their background, some people think of it as manual labor, demanding they work all day in the hot sun, sweating and generating calloused hands. Others may think of standing for hours on end, checking out goods at a register, staring at a computer screen, or staying up late at night to finish the myriad of details related to a business trip. The Bible yeah. defines <laughs> hard work in fairly simple, straightforward terms. The hand of the diligent will rule, but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. Proverbs twelve twenty four. In other words, yeah, and that's scripture right there. Yeah, that's cool. good because forced labor is anything basically that you're doing just because you have to get paid. <laughs> paid. But when you're diligent in cultivating your gifts and stuff, you're gonna your gifts are gonna set you before kings. Come your on. gifts are gonna make room for you. So we have to be diligent in cultivating our gifts. Otherwise, we're gonna be put to forced labor, which isn't necessarily the chain gang type work. It's just anything that you're doing because you have to have a check, but it's not your purpose. It's not your the area of where you find fulfillment. Yeah. So it's anything that you're being forced to do yeah. so that you could provide for your family. So I'm I'm taking this I'm working this job so I could get a paycheck. I'm showing up today, I'm clocking in today so I could get a paycheck because I need money for my household. But the hand of the diligent when we Come and we cultivate the gifts that God has given us, the talents that God has given us. When we look into ourselves, when we look into what we like and what we don't like, because a lot of times what you don't like, the thing that really gets on your nerves, you may be the solution for that in the earth. And God may be calling you. He may be provoking you in that manner to develop a solution for that thing. Yes. 
continue to read this because that this is so good. In order, go ahead from where. In other words, hard work is defined as diligent. Yeah. It is not only how many hours we put in on the job or how many calluses appear on our hands, but our diligence that makes the difference. Yeah. How faithful are we to do the task? How efficiently do we apply what we, we know, know to what we do? Do we go the extra mile in an effort to be the best we can be? Or are we satisfied with doing the bare minimum? The latter is personified by those I've heard say in an effort to excuse their slothfulness, good enough for government work. <laughs> I say no more right there. I, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> Biblical principles of hard work. Number one, God is a hard worker. Yeah. The book of Genesis offers a portrait of a hardworking, diligent Lord. In addition to creating the heavens and the earth in six days, he planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Oh. That's Genesis 2.8. The foundation of work begins with an appreciation of our Creator's example. God did not fold his hands and wait for a garden to grow. Instead, he made man, placed him in the garden that he had planted, and gave Adam the assignment to tend and keep it. See, let, 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 let's talk about that quickly there. God wants a garden. What does he do? He didn't wish a garden. Mm -hmm. He didn't wish a garden to come into existence. The Bible says he planted the garden. God wants a garden. He planted the garden. Work is the one of the attributes of our Creator. Mm -hmm. So to know God is to be a diligent worker. Mm -hmm. let, let me go back right there. To know God is to be a diligent worker. A diligent worker. Because that's one of the attributes or the characteristics of God throughout. When we study God and, and you just study it, mm -hmm. study God, and once you start to study this great God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. And I like to talk about, if you notice a lot of times, Pastor mm -hmm. Di, when I refer to God, because there's so many gods out there, I always refer to the one that I know. No. This is the one that I know. The God of Abraham. The God of Isaac. The God of Jacob. The God of Joseph. The God of Moses. The God of Errol Beckford. That God, the God of the universe, is a hard worker. And you can't follow him and fold your hands. You can't follow him and a wishing and a hoping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't follow God uh, in, in, a, in a day. That's why we say this is the what? Day. That the Lord what? Made. Made. Didn't wish the day. Mm -hmm. This is the day that the Lord made. So what are we going to do about it now? Mm -hmm. what, my question to make your day count, family, 
What are you going to do about that situation mm -hmm. today that God give you today? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? How is this day going to become profitable to you when it's over? Can you, at the end of the day, can you honestly say, I, am I was very productive today. I made my day what? Count yeah. today. Go ahead, Pastor Dan. In the sentence structure, the way the sentence is, it says, instead, he made man. Yeah. Okay, so we have to believe, just like Pastor said in the beginning of the broadcast, we have to believe that God is. And then yeah. we have to believe that is him that made us. We didn't yeah. make ourselves. Yeah. It is God who made us. Then the next statement placed him in the garden that he planted. So there is a prepared place where God has placed even each and every one of us. It may not be an agricultural garden. It may not be a physical garden, but there's a garden in which that he placed you. There's something that he planted that he established in the earth. Then he puts you in that specific place for a reason. And that reason is to tend and to keep it according to Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. So sometimes you say, oh, garden, and we start thinking of uh, a butterfly garden, a flower garden, whatever kind of garden. But no, your place, your yeah, place yeah, 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 where yeah. you plant seed, yeah. your place where you sow, yeah. your place where you cultivate, the yeah. place where you labor, that's the place that you shall be reaping from, your garden. Our assignment is to tend it and to keep it. So his will is not that any of us be lost or none of our works be lost, but that we continue to prosper in everything that we put our hands to. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.